Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. It's Andrew, the mistress of pop culture. Uh, just opening my damn eyelids because um, I was babysitting my little niece and nephew for a mere moment while my uh, sister went to work and uh, their babysitter came, which was always an adventure for me babysitting my little niece and nephew. Uh, five and two, I believe, or five and three. Uh, the five-year-old is a girl, three-year-old is a boy, and he is a real boy toddler. So active, so much energy that um, even I can't keep up, which is just out of control because I literally have the most energy of anyone I know, but I just, uh, I can't keep up. So I'm literally winded after five minutes and they're so sweet because they're just starting to understand and explore the world. Well, not so much the five-year-old. The five-year-old is very smart, but the the three-year-old, he's... um. He's just so smart, and he's a real boy, and adventurous, and wants to run and hit, and not hit in a mean way, but just like you know, like a little little boy. Um, so uh, suffice it to say, I'm just so tired. And also last night, I didn't go to bed really late because it was raining, which I love because in LA it doesn't really rain, and I'm in I'm in Massachusetts on the East Coast visiting the fam, and it was so cathartic to just lie there and hear the droplets. It was like a, a real life sound machine, and I don't use a sound machine. Um, because I'm so scarred from that episode of Sex in the City when Carrie's dating Burger and Burger's ex girlfriend Lauren leaves the sound machine, um, and she's like not having it, and that's just like me. I'm not having it either. But between the ocean that's across the street and the raindrops, I just I couldn't handle it, and I was loving every moment of it. Um, just you know, was blissful. Um, and then I watched Doctor Strange, the Marvel movie that I love because I love the Marvel universe as much as I love Disney Plus. So I'm just so loving myself right now. Um, well, I'm not loving myself. I'm loving Doctor Strange until this one does, of course. Um, but that's pretty much all I got for you in terms of what happened from today till yesterday um there's been some updates with regards to or uh, some new information with regards to um what's going on with mr kanye west and kkw uh kim kardashian west which i'm going to talk about um so if there's nothing else i have to say let me just uh re-rack my brain but now that's pretty much it um it's a little bit overcast today so i'm probably not going to be uh swimming or, or doing the usual outdoor activities which i'm totally good with because i love a nice day inside a nice day in bed um but you know that's uh that's just me um so yeah let's uh let's let's start some stories so the first story of the day comes from TMZ which of course is a very reliable source with regards to the you know Kardashian Jenner clan because Chris is you know in their pocket as they say not in a bad way in a great way um cuz why not you know report about someone and get literally actual facts versus conjecture okay keeping with the Kardashians not filming Kanye's bipolar episode Kim shielding kids too um uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is not documenting any of Kanye West's current bipolar episode, and the order came down from Kim herself, TMZ has learned. Kim's the boss, of course. Production sources tell us as soon as Kanye went off the rails, Kim made the decision none of it would be used as a storyline on the show. We're told the series had just recently started shooting again after a lengthy hiatus because of COVID. Our sources say Kim takes her husband's mental health very seriously and doesn't want it exploited for ratings or good TV drama. Some things are off the table, and this is one of them. That policy extends to her kids, too. We're told production would uh, was told not to profile any of them during this ordeal because she wants to avoid them seeing it down the road. And with that said, we're told she and other family members are still filming, but they're simply following other storylines right now. We're told they were out in Malibu Wednesday morning shooting for the show. Now, our sources do say the subject of Kanye's bipolar may, uh, my, bipolar, excuse me, bipolar episode may be brought up in the future as a talking point, but any of Kim's real-life uh, reactions <coughs> are much too personal to air. Here's another thing our Kardashian sources tell us online speculation about Kanye going simply berserk just for publicity for the new album is simply bogus. We're told nothing he's doing right now is for attention. 
uh, and it's all too real. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, imagine being as strong as Kim is and literally being able to compartmentalize, compartmentalize filming your TV show, following the storylines of what's going on already before COVID and, you know, whatever's going down with Kanye, and then taking care of your husband, making sure your kids are shielded, dealing with Chris, dealing with the network. Like, talk about a, a truly strong, spearheaded businesswoman, which is why literally she is where she is. Um, and I just, again, extend my sympathy and, you know... I most respect to her for literally being able to carry all this weight on her back on top of her business and, and law degree and everything going on. So, bravo, Kim. And that's great that they're not documenting this. I think, I don't think they need this to get good ratings because people love them so much and they have built such a massive fan base over the years. Hundreds of millions of Instagram followers and, you know, TV followers. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it is really personal. And I think the kids will see it down the road. I think, you know, they're obviously somewhat aware of it's going to be their father and the kids are only going to get older um uh, and become more aware of just what goes on um in the world of the kardashians because literally that is their family um okay our second story of the day is another kardashian update and i'm just browsing down tmz to find it uh, oh here we go um, sorry, I thought I had to pull that, but I guess I didn't because I'm, you know. All right, uh, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, meeting with Meek wasn't one-on-one. Meek speaks out because I remember, yes, if you guys don't remember, um, I sort of spoke about this Kanye release a, a few set of tweets with some accusations and whatnot. Um, and most of them are deleted now, but obviously people are literally, like, he has, like, Hawkeyes on him with his tweets. So obviously people are going to scream grab things really quickly. And one of the, um, you know, pieces of information that was released was that Kim was meeting with Meek. I'll just read the story and then we'll dissect. Kanye West's jealousy over Kim Kardashian meeting Meek Mill last year seems misplaced since it was in a very public group setting and purely to talk prison reform. Sources connected to the Kardashians and Meek tell us Kim's prison reform summit did go down at the Waldorf Astoria in L.A. I, um, it's right down the street from where a friend of mine lives. As Kanye said on Twitter last night, but Meek and Kim never met in a one-on-one setting. We're told they were joined by philanthropist Clara Wu Tsai, um, and the trio met in John George's restaurant at the Waldorf. The group discussed plans to keep the prison reform movement going forward. A witness says Kim left the hotel solo immediately after the wedding. Worth noting, both Kim and Meek work with Cut50, the organization that fights for reduced incarceration rates and criminal justice reform. Our social say Kim was aware of Kanye's jealousy over the situation, and it's something the two spoke about. However, outside of that one public meeting, we're told Kim and Meek have never been alone together. And Kanye was obviously saying that he's, Meek is his boy and Kim was out of line, which is, you know, maybe one of the symptoms of um, what goes on when you're going through a manic episode that you're, you're literally hurling and channeling your anger and jealousy over something else at your loved ones because they can take it. But there, there was an update to the story. Uh, yesterday, Meek Mill has addressed the elephant in the room, namely Kanye's implication that Kim cheated on him by sleeping with Meek during a prison reform meeting, and he's calling BS loud and clear. Meek Mill tweeted at 1.49 p.m. yesterday, uh, shit is cap, C-A-P-P-P, come on. Now, I'm not too aware of the vernacular of a lot of things because I'm, I'm like, in, like obsessed with Disney. Uh, <laughs> but essentially what TMZ says, cap means lies. So in other words, lies. He didn't elaborate beyond that, but it didn't look like he has to. We're already... Heard nothing inappropriate happened, and now it's confirmed straight from the mouth of the source. Um, so yeah, just nip it in the butt, get the story over with, uh, because we don't want you know any more stories that are you know negative and whatnot going on with regards to this because it's just too much. Um, 
So, yeah. All right, our third story of the day is from page six and has to do with Damon Dash and Kanye West. But first, a word from our sponsors, and then I'll read the story to you. So, the next article from page six. Damon Dash denies Kanye West is, quote, crazy. I'd like to lose my mind like that. Uh, Kanye West pal Damon Dash, who is currently with a rapper at his Wyoming ranch, denies that Kanye is, quote, crazy. And he doesn't give an F if West's wife, Kim Kardashian, and other family disagree. Dash said, quote, people think... He lost his mind just because he cried. The way he lost his mind and jumped on a jet that jumped off a jet to come back to his 40,000-acre ranch. Yeah, I'd like to lose my mind like that. He added, there's definitely people around him that love him and he's going to be all right. We are praying. We are working. People think like we are in an insane asylum, but we have an album coming out. Wes raised fears for his health Sunday at a campaign rally for his presidential bid, as I mentioned before, in South Carolina, where he wore a bulletproof vest and attacked Harriet Tubman. And, of course, Kim discussing the intimate details of maybe um, suggesting something about North. He also sent a series of upsetting, unsettling tweets. Um, but when Dash asked about was asked about the Kardashian family's concerns for Wes, he said, I don't give an F about none of that. I see him. He's cool. I don't give an F what they say. He's a little tired, but he's happy. He also said Wes productive and having fun. Why are you talking about his mental health? He's in a big room with 40 different companies, ideas, development. It's a laboratory going on over here. Just think Willy Wonka. Dash added, Quote, people watch the rally and think he's crazy, but that's how the average person thinks. Everyone that listens to him who thinks he's crazy is not a billionaire, but some reason Elon Musk doesn't think he's crazy. I don't think he's crazy. Billionaires don't think he's crazy because he talks that Billy talk, and most people don't talk that talk. He speaks like the general to people that are basically generally soldiers. Um, now, I am going to say I don't necessarily agree with everything he's saying um, because I don't think Bill Gates talks like that or um, Jeff Bezos. Now, I don't know these two figures personally, but they're billionaires multi times over. And according to Wikipedia, uh, Mr. West is worth $1.5 billion. I don't think Oprah talks like that. Um, so I do think that there are some some people that are enablers. And I'm not going to make any accusations here, but I say all that to say um, – well, I'm just going to leave it at that because that's truly what I think. And I think Kanye probably shouldn't be surrounding himself with people that are enabling his behavior. And Kim is probably well aware of that. But um, I know enablers and I know leeches because I've been around them and I also know some people that are bipolar. Um, and it's just – it's not a healthy sort of support system. And I hope that um, he can find the help and like, you know, goodness that he should. All right, so now our fourth story of the day is literally some wonderful news about somebody that I just adore, love. I'm a huge fan of, and I've been a huge fan since Disney days. And she's been through a lot, but she's literally such a strong person, much like KKW. And I think she's even friends with the Kardashians, which is just an amazing tie. And that is, this is from E! News. Um, the one and only star, super talented Demi Lovato is engaged to Max N, or F Rich, E-H-R-I-C-H. Well, they're probably going to be rich anyway, so that's just fabulous. Nothing that matters because money is not what makes happiness, but it really helps. Um, I just, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay, Demi Lovato is cool and engaged for the summer. The 27-year-old pop star announced boyfriend Max E. Rich. Pop the question during a stunning beachside proposal on Wednesday night. Needless to say, Demi got the man and the diamond ring of her dreams. Quote, when I was a little girl, my birth dad always called me his little partner. Something that might have sounded strange. Without his southern cowboy-like accent. To me, it made perfect sense. And today, the word makes perfect sense again. But today, I'm officially going to be someone else's partner. Demi captioned her Instagram announcement. The bride-to-be continued, quote, at, Mac, at Max E. Rich. I knew I loved you the moment I met you. It was something I can't describe to anyone who hasn't experienced it firsthand. But luckily, you did too. I never felt so unconditionally loved by someone in my life, other than my parents, flaws and all. You never pressured me to be anything other than myself, and you make me want to be the best version of myself. 
I'm honored to accept your hand in marriage. I love you more than a caption could express, but I'm ecstatic to start a family and life with you. I love you forever, my baby, my partner. Here's to our future. Demi, da, Demi um, gushed. Uh, romance rumors began between rumors, I'm sorry, romance rumors between Demi and the Young and the Restless alum first sparked in March when the pair exchanged flirty comments on social media. Um, I just think this is just spectacular news for her. Uh, I think she's a, such a radiatingly beautiful person. He's very, very handsome too. She's gorgeous. Not that, you know, looks play a factor, but obviously they do. Um, but this is just incredible news. So congratulations, Demi. Um, I'm loving this for you. Oh, he's gorgeous. I'm so jealous. Well, jealous because, you know, two good looking people, just, it's like two genetically perfect people are fighting each other. They always seem to find their way. This world looks like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, which then brings us to our final story of the day from E! News. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly recall their instant chemistry and first joint interview. A little early in my opinion, my nuts humble opinion be doing an interview, but Megan Fox is just a starlet and she can do whatever she wants because she's just so fabulous. Okay, Love at First Sight doesn't just happen in the movies. Just a few weeks after Megan Fox confirmed her romance with Machine Gun Kelly, Hollywood's hot new couple is opening up about their chemistry that was undeniable from the very beginning. In Wednesday's new episode of Give Them Lala with Randall, I, probably, I didn't know Lala Anthony, or Lala Kent, Lala Anthony, I love Lala Anthony, Lala Kent had a podcast from the Vanderpump Rules cast, of course, and many other accolades. Um, the famous pair recall their early days on the set of Midnight in the Switchgrass, where they knew something special was forming. Quote, our trailers were next to each other, so I just waited outside on my trailer steps every day. I worked just to catch one glimpse of my of eye contact, Machine Gun Kelly shared. She's the most gorgeous eyes I've ever seen. Well, of course, she's Megan Fox. I'll never forget when I first saw her in a holiday in the sun. I'm Brianna Wallace, literally just the most iconic performance ever. Megan continued, quote, The second that I was in a room with him and said hello to him and locked into his eyes, I knew right away that he was what I call a twin flame. We're actually two halves of the same soul, I think. I said that to him almost immediately. I felt it right away. Well, chemistry is undeniable. And then the Pull, pull this article home. According to Megan, she invited Machine Gun Kelly, whose real name is Colson Baker, into her trailer for lunch, where she asked him 900,000 questions. I went deep right away, she joked. Um, well, this is just so great because, you know, they're both very actors, successful in their craft, and, um, and I'm just loving this, and Megan Fox is so beautiful, and he's just such a handsome man that I can't even imagine, like, you know, the sparks that must have fly, and to be talented and successful and sort of, like, have the same, you know, backgrounds and whatnot, um, I think this is just so great, and I'm so happy Megan, Megan Fox is literally, like, I don't want to say relevant, because she's always been relevant to me, like, I've literally always, always, always loved her and visited her Instagram page and watched her movies and just been such a big fan, but I'm loving that she's, like, literally in the mainstream media again, because she should be, because she's just that glamorous, um, but yeah, so woohoo! I love romance budding. That's you know what spring is all about, even though it's technically summer. I mean fall, you know, changing seasons and whatnot. Anyways, I say all that to say, that's all I got for you today on this lovely Thursday. I hope everybody has a great day. Whereas a mass, thank you so much for listening to my episodes, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, basically anywhere where podcasts stream. And uh, I'll be at you later with another episode. All right, everybody, have a good day. Bye.